Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. Because, well, sex matters. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy. Welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast, and this is episode 40. The podcast is officially over the hill. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Because 50 is the new 40, so we've got 10 (laughs) episodes to go. (laughs) Anyway, this episode is entitled, Getting Real About Your Relationship Expectations. And we thought this would be a good episode because so many of the people that we talk to, we realize that the problems that they're having, the, the sort of core of those problems are that they're creating these expectations in their own minds and then they're being disappointed when their relationship or their date or their sex or whatever it is doesn't meet this uh, preconceived notion, this expectation of what it should be. So uh, we thought we should really do an episode on this about, you know, how, like, what are expectations and, and should we have them? Should we not have them? How do we manage them? All that kind of stuff. There's a quote uh, that says that expectations are resentments waiting to happen. So that kind of sums it up. Yeah, that's it. Show over. (laughs) (laughs) It's all you need to know. (laughs) Yeah. So as we are diving in, we need to know the difference between expectations, needs, and desires. Because I think people kind of like mix those up a little bit and get confused. And that's really what creates Well, those resentments and disappointments down the line. So what are expectations? Expectations are hopes and beliefs that are focused on the future and may or may not be realistic. And I don't know if they are just gender specific, but I do know from personal experience and from listening to my girlfriends that Women, we do tend to have expectations or have fantasies and that we do tend to get caught up in them pretty quickly into relationships. Um, And so I don't want to make a generalization, but I do want to say that I have noticed and I had to work on that for myself, noticing like how to separate that because it did not lead to my happiness. So expectations are these things in the futures, they may not be real, and that's something there. Now, what about needs? Needs are more universal, okay? Everybody has needs, and it's something that is necessary for healthy relating and living. If we want to take this out of just the survival modes of like, you know, needs for like shelter, food, rest, you know, these are our basic human needs but if we want to take those out into what are your own relationship needs you know do you have needs to have a a healthy relationship and like uh, you want to have like kindness in it or uh, fidelity or like whatever it is like for you you know a lack of um, lack of drugs or or alcohol or anything addiction there Um, so what are those needs for yourselves and and getting clear and we've talked about that in uh, previous episodes about your deal breakers. So deal breakers are what are the things that no matter like how cool the person is, if they exhibit these traits, it is a deal breaker as soon as now. Not like in three months or I'll see if it goes away. It's a deal breaker. Okay. It's simple. 
while also there are something called non-negotiable and that's they could be used as both deal breakers and non-negotiable these are the things that if i love myself fully and i stand up for myself i am not going to accept so you need to get very clear on that between what you what your needs are, what you wants are, and what your deal breakers also are. And then, well, let's just make a quick note on desires, right? Since we're talking about that. So desires are more about having a preference about something you'd like to have, would like to receive. And there's an art about desires uh, to have them be non-attached. And I know we've talked about those again in previous episodes about a game we like to play, Kevin and I, and I teach that in my courses with women, which is if I had it all my way. Oh yeah, that's a fun one. <laughs> and if I don't had, if I had it all my way, is really a. a helping you to get in touch with those desires like it's not censoring yourself of like oh I shouldn't want this or stuff like that this is like if I had it on my way it's uncensored my raw full desires yeah and so we wanted to lay out the difference between the expectations needs and desires Mm -hmm. so that people understand what we're talking about when we're talking about expectations because a lot of times people get confused and like yeah but I have an expectation that they're going to do this when what they really mean is I have a need Mm -hmm. right So the idea is understand what we're talking about here. We're not talking about needs. We're not talking about deal breakers, non-negotiables. We're not even talking about desires. We're talking about expectations, right? Mm -hmm. That sort of hope that something will happen in the future. And it may or may not be realistic. So now that we understand that, we thought it would be kind of fun to break it down into sort of uh, dating and then when you're in a relationship, because the expectations that pop up in those two situations, while they can be the same, tend to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So let's focus on dating first. All right. So tell us some scenarios here, Kevin. Uh, for people that are just in the dating scene and that are listening to us today, um, how can you help them? Okay. Well, I'm going to start with the biggest one that we see most often, right? So, okay. Somebody uh, is dating somebody new. The biggest expectation is this person is life partner material. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, is that, you know, if you've only been on, you know, one date or even a couple of dates, or you've only known the person for a week, a few weeks, maybe, you know, a month or you know, basically a short period of time, there's no way that you could possibly know enough about that person to know whether or not they are a life partner. And so what we see a lot when we work with people is, you know, they look at whether it's the dating profile or, you know, the bits and pieces that they've learned from the first few dates, and they start creating this expectation that, oh, this, this one, this one's the one, this one's Mm -hmm. the one, like, yeah, this one's the one. And it's funny when you're sharing that, Kevin, I was thinking about when you look at movies and when you hear about people that have been together for several years and they're like, it was love at first sight. I knew it the first second. And I'm even thinking about our own relationship. And the funny part is if I do go back to my journal, I made an entry after our very first sexual date. Um, and it was all about how I was all in and like it was amazing tantric lovemaking and blah, blah, blah. And even though I wrote that, a part of myself had that, I didn't 
put that onto Kevin's shoulders. And I think that's the biggest difference. Like, like, okay, it's all right to see a potential or see a seed of what could be possible, but don't just lock that person into this box or like be like, oh, this is it. Like give them a chance to show up their true colors. Yeah, right? now, and in our particular situation, we had known each other for several years even correct. before that moment. So we already knew a lot about each other yes. and yet you still weren't necessarily like, okay, this is it. You know, exactly. you thought, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. And I'm going to wait to see how it grows and develops. So, yeah. so you know, that's, that's a big expectation that we often see in dating. But there's so many other expectations. Yes. Yeah, so how about uh, we're going on a date and I, uh, there's an expectation there will be sex. <laughs> Absolutely. Or how about we started having sex and now, well, there's an expectation that we're exclusive. Oh, this is another big one. Maybe I should have started with that one because that's one that happens a lot. And so the scenario goes like this. Two people start dating and, you know, maybe they go on a first date and then a second date. And then they sort of get into this pattern where it's sort of assumed that there will be more dates, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. But they never actually have the conversation about, okay, are we actually, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever, exclusive, right? (laughs) You know, is that that how this is going to go? Is that where we're at? And that conversation a lot of time doesn't happen. And it's just sort of assumed. The problem, though, is, is that we've seen this go horribly wrong because one person assumes that they're exclusive and the other person ex- assumes that since they haven't had the conversation about being exclusive, that they're free to do whatever the fuck they damn well please. <laughs> so when in doubt, ask. You know, clarity is essential, obviously. And um, just, like, have the conversations. You got to know, like, okay, what expectations do you have? You know, like, because... It would be unrealistic to say that we don't have expectations. You know, we all have some hopes or maybe we could call them hopes rather than expectations. And and uh, it's kind of like, well, I'm really hoping this time is going to be the right one. You know, I mean, I sure thought that one. Yeah, but I think expectation has a little bit stronger it something is. to it, right? Because yes. you can say, well, I, I really hope that this relationship's gonna gonna Break last. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is, is, I expect it to. Like, there's a difference. There's a mm-hmm. pressure to make something happen when it comes to an expectation. So know thyself and know whether you you fit in the hope category or you're in the expectation ones. And mm-hmm. if you are in the expectations, you better start talking about them. Otherwise the road ends up in resentment. Yeah. Let's throw a couple more uh, dating expectations that we see out there. Okay. Um, Like another one would be uh, sometimes people will have an expectation that uh, this dating is going to become a relationship. Mm. Whereas the other person might have an expectation that this is just sex. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that that mismatch several times before too, Mm -hmm. where one person is just like, Oh, this is great. It's fun. We're having a good time. We're having some, you know, pretty good sex. And the other person is expecting that this is going to turn into a long-term relationship. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's another one. I think with the dating scene, uh, it has kind of changed a little bit how people 
interact with one another because with some of these things like Tinder and Bumble and all of these other things, uh, <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> Yeah, those, might, those might even be old by now. I, I think there's something new. <laughs> well, I've never been on any of them, luckily for me. So uh, I'm just, you know, use, it's secondhand information I'm giving you there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We, we have sat with friends of ours and watched them swipe left and right many, many times. So. Yes. Yes, yeah. but what I'm saying is I did not do it myself. I've watched Correct. it happening. Correct. So I do have some information, but it's not like firsthand. But anyway, what I was trying to say is that the dating scene is a little different. It's like oftentimes in those particular, um, I don't know how you call that, platforms, apps, or whatever, sometimes it's kind of expected, see back to the expectation, that it's just a hookup center. It's hookup central. That's all you do. You just go in there to have sex. And... And I think that not everybody is very clear at the beginning with what they truly want. And it's absolutely fine, by the way, if you just want to use those things to hook up with people and just have sex for the sake of sex. But um, if that's not what you want, you need to make it clear before you even have sex with the person. Well, yeah, you just have to be upfront. If yes. you're on there just looking for a good time, which yeah. there's nothing wrong with, you just have to be upfront with people yeah. about it. But see, I think that's a really good point you just made there, Kevin, because I do know from some of our friends, Friends, they ask like, do I do I say these things right out first? Do I write those things in my profile? And I'm like, yes, you do. Yes, you absolutely do. This is this. We could do a whole show on this. In fact, I think we should do a show on what I would call uh, relationship games. <laughs> right? These are the games that people play. Like. Well, we went on the first date, so I have to wait three days before I call mm -hmm. her again. Or, you know, well, we have to go on this many dates before we can have sex. Or, well, yeah, I can't, I can't expose this part of who I am until this point mm -hmm. in time. You know, like, there's all these games that people play, and you and I know are both on the same page with this. Our belief is that you just got to say everything that you want right up front, because the thing is. We're all looking for something. We're looking to have a need met. Mm -hmm. And we dramatically increase the chances of having that need met if we are upfront and clear with who we are and what we want right from the beginning. Absolutely. And you might be like, oh, but I'm getting less people to reach out. Yeah, you might be getting less, but they're better quality. I mean, what do you prefer? Having to like weed through all this stuff that's like really not interesting and people that you have to constantly set boundaries with or having less people, which, okay, maybe your ego is like, oh, I'm not as attractive, but uh, don't focus on that. <laughs> Just focus on the results and on the quality of the people that you are attracting. Exactly, exactly. It's not it's not about the volume. And you know, we're 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 laughing and we're joking, but we have actually seen this yes. with with friends where, you know, they end up constantly having to try to filter out these people who only want to have sex when when they themselves are actually looking for a long-term relationship mm -hmm. and partner. So that's just a lot of wasted energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could just put it in the profile right from the start. Yes. You know, seeking you know long-term romantic partnership mm -hmm. uh, not interested in casual sex and exactly okay done yes <laughs> yes so let's move on to the relationships here um because i think it's it's fascinating that okay here you are, you managed to find a partner, okay? And it's, it's really big nowadays, you know? A lot of people are looking for somebody to be with. And so, wow, you found somebody. And yet, 
you bring into the relationship all these expectations. Now the challenge doesn't like the challenge becomes about like not messing it up so that you can keep that relationship which you found in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so we talked about when when uh, people start dating, mm -hmm. what kinds of expectations people have about the dating world. And now we're sort of transitioning into the relationship world. And there's, I, I see there being sort of two very distinct phases in the relationship mm -hmm. world. So, so what kinds of expectations all of a sudden come in once you've decided that you're in a committed relationship, right? Because that's, mm -hmm. that's the switch. That's the change yeah. from, oh, we were just casually dating to now we're in a relationship, mm -hmm. right? And then so, so give us some examples, Selena, of things that come in at that point. Sure. So you're getting into that relationship and now uh, you're thinking, well, my partner needs to make me happy. He, like, my partner is responsible for it. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> oh, the somebody else is responsible for my happiness thing. <laughs> and, you know. Bullshit. Yeah, if you, it, it will never last. I mean, nobody is responsible for your happiness. Nobody's responsible for your orgasms, but yourself as well. Just a side note there. Um, but it's it's really about taking yeah ownership and responsibility for things. But if you have an expectation that now because you found that special someone, your life will never go wrong again and that that person will make everything better and make you happy, that's usually uh, going to be a really heavy burden for the other person to carry. Yeah, totally. How how about the, uh, well, now that we're in a relationship, it's just automatically uh, expected that you will spend every evening and every weekend with your partner. Yeah, that means the boy nights or the girl nights are out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's one that you actually see a lot too, mm -hmm. and that is often unspoken. It's true. You know, so, so many times it's like, well, we're in a relationship now, so Friday, Saturday night, we'll, we'll just be at home. <laughs> together forever <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which there's nothing wrong with that it's just like once again this all comes down to communication yes. right and you can't have the expectation that that's when it's going to be especially if the person that you got into a relationship with has a regular standing thing where they mm -hmm. regularly go out with the girls or with the guys mm -hmm. or you know whatever it is they do they go to the gym they whatever their thing is maybe they work late at night mm -hmm. like you can't have an expectation that that's going to change just because now you're in a relationship yeah you can make requests and you could be like hey i'd like us to have that amount of time together but on a side note keeping time for yourself and cultivating relationships outside of the one that you're in is what is going to make your relationship thrive. Because otherwise you become, you know, like they say, the echo chamber, right? Where you only hear your own thoughts and stuff in some of the ways. But I think it happens in relationships too, where you protect yourself so much from outside um I don't know, teases or things from the outside that you like just like trap yourself into this bubble that ultimately is not going to be exciting anymore. Well, it's not healthy for the relationship no. long term. So how about, I have a good one here. <laughs> 
So expectations of getting into this relationship. I never want to be hurt. I never want to get hurt again. So <laughs> my expectation is uh, I'm never getting hurt now. <laughs> that one's pretty unrealistic. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that every in every relationship you're going to get hurt. But the idea that just because you're in a relationship means you won't get hurt again is just fantasy i mean maybe you will maybe you won't and there's degrees of it and but i think i mean somebody's always can say the wrong thing at the wrong time or you're like oh kind of your feelings got hurt it doesn't have to be like massive heartbroken i get it but mm -hmm. it could be like that um you know one that i like is about now that we are in this relationship my partner and i won't want or need anyone else since we're in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, if you've been listening to the Love Lab podcast long enough, you know we've done episodes on threesomes and opening relationships and all that kind of stuff. So um, you would know then that we have the viewpoint that uh, it's all good and it's all possible, whether it's monogamy or, you know, threesomes, open relating, whatever it is. And we really do feel that in some circumstances, that is the right thing for some people. Mm -hmm. And so this idea that now that you're in a relationship, this is just always going to be the two of you forever may not be a realistic expectation. Mm-hmm. For some people. Mm -hmm. And you know, I also want to mention that it doesn't have to be sexual. Because I have seen it too that, you know, now that we're together, uh, you know, like, you don't need your outside friends. Yeah, that happens a lot. Or you can't have, let's say I would tell you, you can't have a female friend mm -hmm. now that we're together. You can have male friends, but not female friends. Yeah. And I, I hear that a lot. Like, okay, now that I'm in this relationship with my partner, she doesn't allow female friends anymore in my life. I'm like, wow, this is really sad. That is really sad. You should never be restricting or constraining who somebody is in your relationship mm -hmm. in any way, and especially that way. I mean, obviously, the reason somebody would do that is jealousy, fear that they might uh, cheat on them or leave them for somebody else. And the way to control that is not to set that kind of a hard uh, limit. Mm -hmm. The way to control that is to work on growing your relationship and making it the most awesome relationship ever. Yeah. <laughs> so that your, your partner doesn't want to get their needs met somewhere else. They yeah. met, you know. That's the way to handle that one. I uh, I wanted to talk about this one though. <clears throat> sure, go for it. Um, uh, my partner should know me well enough to know what I want without me having to ask. Oh, that is a huge expectation. And okay, uh, don't get mad at me here, but I am going to say that I believe that I see this one uh, coming from the females uh, more often than the males, which is the woman says, well, he should just know. <laughs> Which is always a big complaint from guys well, that we work with, but, right? It's like but, we're not mind readers. But guys also do say, but she should know I love her. That's a very good point. So we, we both say it, but differently. That's true. That's a good point. Thank you for bringing that one up. Because guys do make that assumption. Well, I, I've told her that I love her, so she knows. <laughs> well, here's a pro tip for you guys. Yes, she does know, and she still wants to hear it. Oh, yeah. Every over day. and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> and then he's a pro tip for all the women listening. He doesn't know always what you want because you're constantly changing. And 
And it's just, there's nobody else than yourself who knows you like as good as you do. So especially in the bedroom, it is so important to speak up for what you want. Don't just expect him. I gave him the look. He should know. <laughs> I well, made the face. And, you know, talking about differences between men and women, but, you know, you were uh, mentioning that women are always changing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, men to some extent are too. But the reality is, is we're much more stable and much more creatures of habit. And what was true for us yesterday is very likely true today. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily because we all change. I don't want to paint all men into a box that they never change. Mm -hmm. But we're relatively steady and stable in what we want or what we're thinking. Mm -hmm. And so for us, that means it's often hard to understand uh, the fact that women are always changing. Like it sort of boggles a lot of men's minds. They're like, I don't understand. But yesterday, and, but, and then the day before, and then I don't know what to do. Like, I, you know, it's, it's really confusing for men. So the more you can help us out with that. <laughs> yeah, the easier it the, becomes. The happier we will all be. Ooh. I want to speak about this uh, expectation here about being in a relationship means that I get to have sex with my partner Whenever I want. Well, that one's true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in your case. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm just joking. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, it's actually a really important one. And I think if you've listened again to other of our episodes, uh, we talk about this a lot too when it comes to masturbation and taking care of your own need. And it does happen sometimes that your partner is not in the mood, is not available. And it doesn't mean that you can't honor your sexual needs by yourself for yourself in that moment. You can't always expect your partner to be the one who's going to do that for you. And it gets very tiring I don't know if that's the right word, um, for the person that's always expected to deliver. And then it becomes a thing that you do, that you deliver, but it's not something that you do from the heart anymore. And it just doesn't work in the long term. And so also in terms of expectations of like, I get to have sex whenever I want. Also, it's like, hey, let's talk about what's what sex is for you? What does it look like? Is it is it penis inside vagina insertion? Is it oral? Like, you know, does it include like touching the body? Like there's a lot of different ways around that. Um, that needs to be, again, communicated. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're not machines. Sometimes <gasps> we're tired. Sometimes we're stressed out. You know, sometimes we're bloated, like <laughs> whatever, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that that's that's a bit of an unrealistic expectation. And so I think also something to talk about as we are uh, getting close to the end of this episode would be about expectations you have for yourself. Mm. And, you know, there's something about I should do this, I could do this. But is it really what I want? Yeah. And, and <laughs> this is probably one that a lot of people don't think about is the expectations they have for themselves. Mm-hmm. For instance, here's one that we see in the poly world. I shouldn't be jealous. Mm-hmm. I should be okay with whatever is happening. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't feel this way or I should feel this way. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a lot of expectations that come up there when people are trying to navigate polyamory. 
about expectations that sometimes women have. I should always look my best or be sexy. Mm -hmm. Or I should always be the happy woman. Mm -hmm. Or for guys, like, I should always be the strong one who's got it all together. Yeah. And like Kevin said, we are not machines. And so these expectations that you put on yourself are also what creates some of the the struggles that you experience. So you know that you have expectations on yourself when you're thinking, I should. Anytime you say, I should do this, it's an expectation and it's a place that you are, that's not really coming truly from your heart, from the, yeah, from what you really want to do. So <clears throat> we... We've identified that people go into dating with expectations, mm -hmm. that they have expectations when they get into relationships, and that they also place expectations on themselves for how they should or should not act or react in a relationship mm -hmm. or while dating. So, like, how do you deal with those expectations? Like, if everybody has them, mm -hmm. well, what can we do about them? Mm -hmm. Well, honestly, I think is awareness is first. So acknowledging, wow, I'm actually having an expectation. Like it's taking the, the, the cat out of the bag, right? Where I'm like, yeah, there's an expectation here. Totally. So I completely agree with you. Step one really is to be aware that you're creating these expectations because a lot of people aren't actually aware that they do it. Mm -hmm. They don't go into dating thinking, okay, it's going to be this, 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 <laughs> and this. Mm -hmm. It's not until the expectation... Uh, until they're let down, mm -hmm. that they realize that they even went into it with an expectation. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking with somebody uh, this weekend, that exact situation. Mm -hmm. She hadn't even realized that that was an expectation until she felt let down by it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So be aware that you have them. Take Again, take responsibility. Take responsibility. And dig a little deeper. What's the need underneath? Like, what are you really trying to get and solve? You know, do you want to have a depth, intimacy, and connection? Do you want to have safety? Do you want to feel loved? Like, like what's really underneath where you could turn that into a request? Where your partner then has no longer into an obligation of like, oh, there's the expectation of doing this this way, but it's a request and it can become a gift that your partner gives to you. Yeah. And then the last piece I would add to that is work on your communication, mm -hmm. communicating all of these things up front so that they don't become unexpressed expectations. Absolutely. And so you want to stay tuned for next week's episode because we are going to dive deeper into how to navigate your emotional triggers and communication pieces to help you because now you know there's expectations and we get triggered and then what do we do when we're there? Oh yeah, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> don't want to miss it. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right, everybody, that's all the time we have on this episode of the Love Lab podcast. Thank you for being with us and we will see you next week. We hope you liked this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoyed this show, leave a comment and share it with your friends. And if you want more, we have an entire digital library with the best sex tips and relationship advice at CelineRemy.com. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y.com. So join us in the sex vault to continue this adventure. Thanks for listening.
And remember, you're amazing.